It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant And what's good, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> We are back with another rendition Another episode Another hour or so of the one and only D1 Ignite University Podcast We, come, we enjoy coming to you semi-live from several undisclosed locations that may or may not be even in the state of Texas at this point. We got to keep Turk on his toes because Turk, once again, is the feds. He cannot be trusted. Ain't that right, Turk? Yeah, I I ain't got nothing to say. All I'm going to say is I don't like these accusations that are being placed on me. Y'all sound like a bunch of victims right now. That's exactly what y'all are doing. I'm getting tired of it. Victims of the Fed, just like most black men. But that's a different story for a different day, because we have a special show for you. Eric, unfortunately, cannot make it. He was abducted by alien chipmunks again, and they're forcing him to take a midterm test. So because he asked me to do this before he got abducted midterms. So, yeah, we're going to go into that. So we got someone to take his place for tonight and possibly for the rest of the length of the show. But that's a different story. So give it up to one of my homies, one of the guys that I've met amongst my journalism duties, journeys, and random trips I take across the country. My man. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good, man? We here. So I hope you're ready. I know it's your first time on the show. You'll be fine. Just don't get don't get wrapped up in too much ignorance because it doesn't get any better. It doesn't. We right here, bro. Look. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you yeah, follow you me on Twitter. You know I'm with the shits. It's all good. <laughs> that's what we love. That's what we love to see. So, Turk, what's up? Oh, man, what's good? What's good, y'all? This is your boy, Turk, back with the one and only D1 Ignite podcast, like Jamal said. As you guys see, Jamal and Cooper are always trying to put false accusations on your boy. But we all know what's really going down in the hood. They wasn't in the trenches with me. They wasn't shooting jumpers with me in the gym. They wasn't putting in no work. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's that's straight 4,200 block. You too. played basketball. Whoa, you were whoa, in the whoa, 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 whoa. Mr. Cooper, don't say that anymore. Don't ever repeat those numbers I, I, again. I just, I just, I just nope. want everybody nope. to nope. learn nope. on how nope. Jamal and I met Turk by nope. handing this nigga a mean nope. ass whooping nope. in nope. basketball. Nope. Ass whooping. I, I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Anyway, hey, Dez, Dez, we met Turk. We thirty pieced oh, this YMCA God. team, and he cried. I did not cry at all. I, that was Eugene that was crying. Don't put that on my mind. I see he didn't deny the 30 piece though. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we got 30, got 30 ball. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna cap. We got 30 ball. But look, back back to me, right? Anyway, as usual, look forward to bring you guys more content with the Ignis Squad. Let's have a good episode. Let's get it. All right, y'all. Coop was good. Hey, what's good? It's your boy B Coop. Follow me on the gram, Twitter, Jet underscore affiliated. And, you know, we in this thing. And, uh, hey, man, it's sundress season. So, uh, fellas, hide your thirst. Hide your thirst, man. We got to do better out here, man. But, uh, ladies, feel free to do what y'all do. 
hey, do what you got to do. Let it flow, and we going to get the show on the go. So, y'all, we have to start off because it is that time of the year again. Some of us cry. Some of us cheer. Some of us get depression because it just hurts our souls. It's March Madness season, y'all. And I, I have to tell you, every year, this March Madness is like going back to my toxic ex. It hurts. Nothing good ever comes from it. But some for some reason, I keep coming back to it. Whoever you whoever you think is gonna win never wins. Facts. Also, by the way, shout out to Jamal, shout out to UT this year. Y'all actually are pretty good this year, man. Y'all have a pretty solid chance of making some noise. Yeah, tournament. When they, when they weren't fighting each other on the sideline. Hey, we didn't screw it up completely, and that's what matters. But you know what? Of all the crying and griping I do about March Madness, you know what's one thing that I do love about the tournament? What? When it comes to filling out your brackets and stuff, it doesn't matter if you're an analytical expert, a casual fan, a master fan, a three-year-old, somebody, somebody's grandma, or even if you don't speak English. Everyone has the exact same odds of getting a game right because there's almost no rules involved. Who's going to be that 16 seed to shock the world, yeah. baby? That's the thing. Like, you would think if you just look at the brackets, right, you would think the best team is always going to win. But we all know in single-game elimination, that is not always works. That's not how it always works. There's always that one nope. 16 seed. There's always that one 16 seed that comes out and shoots 70% from the three-point line and gets beat by 30 in the next game. There's that, oh, one, there's that one top five seed that just plays horrible, gets beat by 20. They're, they're crying at the end of the game. A lot of Damn. interesting things happen to March, Martin, March Madness, man. I'm looking Boy, forward be, to it. Sure. It'd be colleges that you thought were JUCOs. You'd be like, what's the name of this? Like, oh, well, they ball. By, by, by the way, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Eric can attest to this as well. Well, not Eric. I'm, I'm, Eric ain't here. Forget about that dude. Anyway, <laughs> I'm tripping. Anyway. No Duke or Kentucky this year in March Madness. That hey, is like, hey, no I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I said, I'm from North Carolina originally before I moved to Texas, so I grew up a Tar Heel fan. So I can't even imagine not seeing Duke and Kentucky. And like, I'm always like, okay, where are they at? Are we gonna run into them? What kind of bullshit we got to deal with from them? You know what I mean? That type of stuff. So seeing this this year is like just insane for me. Like it doesn't make bro. sense. But I love seeing Duke get fucked up, so I'm cool with it. Just look at the coaches, though. Like, when has Calipari or Coach K never been in the tournament, G? Right, right, right. So, right. I I think first time for Duke since 70s? The 70s, I think. Right, it's just, no, no, no. What was it, the 70s? Like, 76 or something. It's, It's wild. It's a wild stat. Well, like I said before, there are almost no rules to call it to the tournament brackets, but there are some rules that I think needs to be discussed more because they happen every year. They're one of the few things that happen every year that get overlooked. So rule number one, if there's an Ivy League team in the tournament, more than likely it's Harvard. If there's an Ivy League team, they're going to win one game. Now, yeah. you, you Facts. Every time I root for Facts. Ivy League team. Facts. Like, you, you can look down on the nerds and whatever, but if Harvard gets in, if Princeton gets in, they're going to win one game. I mean, and if you reflect back on it, a lot of those Ivy League schools are, like, well-experienced and well-veterans anyway. On those teams, you have a bunch of juniors and seniors, some 50 or seniors. 
So it it makes sense why they're popping some of these teams. And if you think about it, this isn't the year for the five-star freshmen and all that. This is really the year for the teams that have the, that, that have the juniors and seniors and all that. Because obviously due to COVID and all that, practice, practice schedules just weren't the same. You know, so as we can see, while Duke and Kentucky, you're not in the NCAA tournament, y'all may have had a bunch of five-star recruits, but simply due to the fact of COVID, you guys weren't able to practice, mesh, and build your chemistry. And now we have situations like this. But then you look at teams like Baylor. Baylor may not have a lot of five-star recruits. They have a few, but they have a bunch of veterans, juniors, and seniors. And because they've been together for such a long time, they're like, this is, this is literally the season for them. They already have that natural chemistry going into the season. And actually, because they've been playing with each other, it's going to develop over time, which is what we're seeing with the Baylors, the Villanovas, all those schools that have juniors and seniors, man. So, like I said, it's interesting, man. Baylor, get beat. You got squad this year, bro. Baylor, shout. So, yeah. I got a, I got like a personal vendetta against Baylor, man. So, ah, my first college, know, nah, my first college before I went to Houston, I went to Baylor. And so, like all my, you know, a lot of my friends graduated from there. And so, it's been the whole like, who's the best team in Texas? And it's basically between us and Baylor, Houston and Baylor. Like honestly, like because we beat Texas Tech. Texas is a good team still. We all know that. But I, I personally put Houston over Texas and Baylor at top. So like I'm, I'm a, man, they get bounced in the first round or something crazy. I, oh man, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. So let speaking of bounced in the first round, let's lead into rule number two. There is going to be a 5-12 upset. It doesn't matter from what region, but there's going to be a 5-12. Why? On my, on my mama, bro, that's usually when VCU be yeah. running the fuck out of a random yeah. team. Yeah. Y'all remember, y'all remember uh, Florida Gulf Coast? Y'all remember Florida Gulf Coast? Uh, yeah. Man. What, what, what was their nickname? What was their nickname? Duck City or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. It was um because the Clippers kind of took it afterwards, but and changed it to Lob City. Lob City, but yeah, they were something wild, bro. Hey, that team was fun to watch, man. They they they, they, they had Thanks. athletes for days. They was catching lob. It was and pretty funny. And until they had to uh, actually play basketball, they was like, damn. Yeah, yeah, when they had to play basketball, that was it. That was it. <laughs> but all right, the ride is over. The ride is over, y'all. It was fun while it lasted. Speaking then, of, man, uh, shout out to Texas. How, how many teams do we have in the NCAA, NCAA tournament from Texas? We have UT, uh, we have Houston, we have Baylor, we have Texas Tech. Who else we got in there? UNT is in there, right? Yep. UNT. UNT. Yeah, 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 UNT made it. Yeah, UNT, UNT. made it. Can't, can't lead them out, you know what I'm saying? We got we got a good amount of teams from Texas in the, in the NCAA tournament, man. Shout out to Texas uh, basketball, bro. Can't lead them out, man. They did they they doing their thing. They did they thing. They conference USA. They dominate. They dominate the conference mm-hmm. USA. And yeah, let us lead it. into the final rule of college basketball, and probably the most important rule if you're finishing out a bracket. Never, ever, ever, ever. I cannot emphasize this enough. Ever, 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 ever. Put four number one seeds in your final four. Yeah, ever. Not it's not happening. To, it's happened once. Literally once. It so, like we said, it's not happening. It does not happen. Do not put four number one seeds because someone's going to slip up. Right. right. You get three out of four all the time, but it, it's never all four of them. Jamal before, Jamal, before we move on, I got to give a quick shout out to some of my favorite squads back in the day, coached by Jim Calhoun. 
Shabazz, uh, Shabazz, yeah, all them squad, all them cats of UConn when they popped Kentucky in the championship game that year. You gotta give a shout to them dudes, man. Them dudes had an amazing squad, bro. If you they guys really know did. about UConn, I'm not talking about when trash Kevin Ollie was there. I'm talking about whoa, 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 Kevin Ollie won a whoa, whoa, Kevin Ollie won a championship, bro. No, 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 no. He won Calhoun's championships, bro. No, he won no, Calhoun's no. championships. No, no, no. Give, yeah, give he, he won with Jim. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, Des. He won with Jim yeah. Calhoun's players that he recruited. He pulled a John Gruden, bro. He pulled a John Gruden. I'm thank going you, to Des. give the thank black man his credit. Nah, I'm giving nah, the black bro. man his credit. Nah, this ain't it. This ain't. I'm everything black. I'm everything pro black. But nah, that ain't it. If that's the question, then that's Jameis Winston's Super Bowl. James Weston. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's not the same. That's not quite the same. Because he drastically, I mean, drastically changed the game on that one for Brady. But I say this, it's, it's, it's uh, Mark Jackson's first uh, championship. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Those are yeah. Jackson's Jackson. championships. Yeah. Yeah. But even even um, even uh, Coach uh, Kerr came, Steve Kerr came out and said, nah, like, that defense, that was all Mark Jackson. I, I came in and changed the office up, but the defense, he gave him his credit. And that's why they gave him his credit for. He gave him his Thank credit, that's, man. That's, that's, that's all I need. That's all I need, bro. And it's and it's a crime that Mark Jackson is not a coach somewhere in the NBA right now. I'm gonna be. I personally, I, I, I don't think he wants to coach right now. To be honest with you. I I hope that's the case, and I really do. Because as much as I love Steve Nash, Steve Nash is my all-time favorite point guard. There's no reason he should be a head coach with no coaching bro, experience. There can't there can't right keep being right. this trend, bro. Right. Bro, let's like, just get all the best players on one team and just give them a a, a young coach. Man, like if it. you think about it, Mark Jackson is making that bread, though, commentating, though. He's oh, of course. But commentating bread ain't got nothing on coaching bread. I don't know. You say yeah, that. I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't know, but, though. There, there's very few examples. Of course, you know, uh, Tony Romo got the bag, but Tony Romo is in a, bro, something bro. that's not normal. Bro, Tommy Romo is an elite commentator, bro. He is elite. Hey, matter of fact, I was talking about this earlier, bro. Oh, remember this now, okay? Remember this now. I said it first. Three years from now, the top two commentators are going to be Tony Romo and Greg Olson. Oh, the man has spoken. But Greg Olson going to be up there. That was, yeah. Jason, that was Jason Witten's slot. That was Jason Witten's slot. Man, Jason was trash. Jason he was, was horrible. horrible. Oh, Jason, bro, he broke the damn trophy. He broke the AMC Pro Bowl trophy, bro. I don't want to hear shit about that, man. <laughs> well, since yeah. we're already on the topic of football, we got to talk about this crazy free agency that's been going on the last two days. Just, uh... So mm. before before Turk can go on his tirade of his 18 uh, months he's been paying attention to football, uh, I'm going to my mouth shut. I'm not saying Bill anything. Belichick has effectively said, y'all had me fucked up from last bro, year. Bro, he, I need this, Brady. Was, this is what's so crazy. This man didn't give anybody a single paycheck for 20 years. All of a sudden, this man turned into Jerry Jones. And it was just like, you get Brady. Nigga, you nice. get Brady. Uh, we got one tight end, nigga, get another one. Like, yeah, that shit crazy. <laughs> nah, that shit crazy, bro. All right, and I that hope Deshaun crazy, Watson yeah. go to the Miami Dolphins and just ruin y'all whole playoff chance. <laughs> Sounds like you're a little upset, you little Baltimore Ravens fan. It's, it's all good, though, bro. A little it Baltimore is. Ravens fan. Yeah. I will, I will say this. The Patriots made great moves right now. Um, I'm happy about my dog, Hunter Henry. Yes, I'm sad mm-hmm. to see you go, but 
if I like a player, I don't wish ill will on them. Like I fuck, I fucks with Hunter Henry. He did a great job for us. But I will say this: having a tight end as your number one option is not a good thing and does not work unless that number one option is Hall of Fame talent. Well, yeah. I'm aware, I'm, okay, I give you that. I'm about to say because Carolina went to the Super Bowl with a number one receiver at a tight end. Yes, Greg. He's a Greg Hall of Fame. Austin was Hall of Fame. Yeah, but like I said, no, I said I agree with you when you say Hall of Fame. Yeah. Now, Tony Gonzalez, yes, he could be your number one option. Gronk, he can be your number one option. Kelsey, he can be your number one option. But a guy, a guy cannot be your number one option and be a tight end because he just doesn't affect the game enough. He doesn't stretch the field as much as a number one receiver kid. So until the Patriots learn how to draft a receiver or pick anyone who knows how to get separation out of a route, that's still going to be a hole for them on that offense. But you know what's so sad is last draft, last year, they drafted two tight ends in the third round. That ain't work. Just signed two today. Two years ago, you drafted a receiver, number one overall. Like, come on, G. Like, you talking about, uh, what's the name, Nikhil Henry? Yeah. Well, 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 well Nikhil is nice. Unless, now, Nikhil is... is, is a project, yeah, but he's nice. He showed he could play, showed he could ball. And let's, they're probably going to end up trading him. They're probably going to end up trading him anyway. You know, Belichick knows how to move, make a move on the, uh, on the trade block. So I guarantee uh, by the draft, Nikhil will probably be somewhere else. Have so, we not learned not to trade with Bill Belichick by now? Facts. That's actually very true. Have that's actually not, very true. It, nothing ever ends well for the other party by trading Bill Belichick. It does not end well. Why do people still do this? Yeah. It you, you always it's just like the you Boston Celtics, bro. You never trade with Boston. No, uh, you know, I don't know because the Hornets looking really good right now. I know y'all probably ain't even yeah. watching the Hornets, but uh it worked out for us. So. Yeah, hey, the nah, Hornets uh, are the number nah, five. Y'all, y'all, good over right there. Now. y'all got uh y'all got scary Terry. And I, and I ain't gonna lie, at first I wasn't sold on scary Terry, but when Kyrie got hurt, he started balling, man. But I, I that first year was that first year was a little rough with scary Terry, but this year, bro. Stupid, hooping. I don't know if it's the addition of Lamelo. I don't know what it is exactly, but he playing ball, bro. Yeah, he's okay. shoot. And then Gordon Hayward, he over there balling too. He over there being productive as well. Gordon right. Hayward over yeah. there dunking. I'm like, it bro, only what? Took, it only took 18 years for Michael Jordan to, to become a competent GM. But that's for a different story. I can say. For once in my life, for free agency, my Chargers haven't completely screwed up. We've made one decision I didn't completely agree with, but the rest. We have one job and one job only in L.A. Protect Justin Herbert. Keep my quarterback upright. That's it. Everything else can fall into place where it may. But keep so my, I want, keep my I want all y'all to know, and, and Coop will attest this as well. Here we Jamal go. was not a big fan of Justin Herbert at first. At all. Nobody was. They, no, nobody was. Anybody that tells me they were a fan of Justin Herbert is lying. Turk, I don't know why you're trying to bring this up because I have said publicly on this show multiple times on Twitter, on every one of my social medias, no, I was not sold on Justin Herbert. I did not want Her- Herbert. I said before the season last year, pick nothing but linemen and do whatever you can get to get Cam Newton. Do whatever it takes. That's what I wanted. Justin Herbert has proven me wrong. I have eaten my words. I have taken it, and I'm on the train because that's my quarterback. My dog can play. We just need to keep him safe. Everything else will fall into place. Coop, you guys man. lost two big pass rushers. We did, man. Are we you did. okay? 
<laughs> we did, man. Judon. Right, Matthew Judon, man. <laughs> hey, no, no, for, for sure. Hey, salute, salute to Judon, man. Like, salute to Judon, man. You gave us, I mean, you gave us a hell of a, hell of a production, bro. Um, I would say we brought back McPhee, we signed Wolf, we signed Bowser. Um, Goku, uh, sal- Goku, salute. Salute to uh salute to Matt salute to Kevin Zeitler. Uh salute. We needed that center. Um the only we, we got some big holes to fill, man, because uh ah, Brown wanted to leave, so he's out. Um I would say is it, we, we can go in one or two directions, man. It's like on offense, we have to get a new offensive coordinator because we can't keep doing this because we're running. Running out of the pistol. It's really just running the ball in slants, which is cool if you can run the ball for 250 plus yards a game, but we got to switch it up. And it, what it's doing is, like Shannon Sharp said it best, if I was a wide receiver, bro, I would not go to the Baltimore Ravens. Like we need a wide not. receiver because we need a number one so that Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, can play his natural position at the slot and it's going to open up more for our tight ends because we got Doyle, we got, and we got Andrews. Um, our running game is always going to be fire, but um, we, we got to change up the offense. We need a new offensive coordinator. If not, then shit, we just want to stack up on offense alignment and stuff. But I say in the draft, um, first round, we're going to have to get an offensive tackle uh, to replace Brown. Um, we're going to need another pass rusher. And like I said, man, we're going to drop the wide receiver or something, bro. Like I, I don't know. Bro, we had the highest drop rate in the league. We had a 7.5% drop rate. I don't know what games you went in with a 7.5% drop rate. No, obviously that game against Tennessee in the playoffs. Last, uh, not last year that just ended, but the year before. And mm-hmm. everyone tried to put that on Lamar. I said, bro, so we're not going to talk about the fact that he Ooh. threw about three touchdowns and they Ooh. dropped everything. Whole bro, first half. Bro, bro, them two interceptions, bro, was drop pass. Tip drill. Tip drill interceptions. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Somebody tip drill interceptions. Somebody yeah, no, that's, no, that's not on Lamar. And he still had over 100 passing yards and 100 rushing yards. Don't tell me Lamar was broke. Thank you. I'm glad that Des brought up the Tennessee game because y'all need an offense basically like Tennessee. We all know it's the it's the Derrick Henry show. You're going to run the ball, and that's it. But do you see A.J. Brown complaining about getting targets? No, because for one, they know good and well, A.J. Brown's the only one getting the ball thrown to them. That, well, here's, 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 here's what I say about their offense is basically what they like to do is they switch up packages. So we do running back by committee, but Derrick Henry gets most of the carries. Um, to me, to be honest, Lamar Jackson gets most of our carries. So it's different because they sub him out, put James White in, and now they run a different game. But when you when you have a, a running back that's that effective, like Derrick Henry, when he goes downhill, the play action is crazy. Like, you, they, like you, they're, it's, it's crazy. They're running the classic, the classic Bama offense yes. of run, run, play action, throw it deep. And AJ That's Brown is that good to make it a work. And 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 why it didn't work on us this year was because our nickel defense, we we got Marcus Peters. You got to hit him within the first four steps. If they cross that line of scrimmage and get them feet moving, you're done. You're done. Yep. And the thing of the only thing that holds them back truly is Ryan Tannehill is solid. But if you ask him to win the game for you, he can't do it. He's not exactly because remember it came down to that last drive. Can Ryan yeah. Tannehill make a play or can Lamar Jackson make a play? And who made a play, baby? Who made neither, a play? Neither one of y'all's teams are designed to come from behind. Y'all no. get the lead, keep the league, and extend the lead. Because none of you don't have high-powered offense. 
yes, Lamar can break a run at any time, but that's a lot harder to get the lead, keep the lead, extend the lead. I agree. So now that we've talked about free agency and some of what our teams need, we didn't let Turk talk too much because he's a Patriots fan and they need to shut up. We're tired of them. They don't get to talk for at least another five years. Sounds like a bunch of hating to me, but... That, that sounds like hush your mouth. Make sure your balls are inflated. Now, back to the story. And wow. Wow. If you're, not cheating, if you're not trying to cheat, you're not trying to win. You're right, but you got caught, and somehow you still got away with it. That's got caught why. twice. Got caught <laughs> twice. That's what you mean. Bro, he got a They call us in New England cheaters for a reason. We always going to find a way. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> they took, Tom Brady went to the Supreme Court and got found guilty and still played, bro. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> all I'm going to say is that that money do that talking. That's all you, you know what? I think that says more about America than Tom yeah. Brady. Bro, y'all talking about, no, 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 no. Y'all talking about Tom Brady. How about Kraft? No one wants to talk about Kraft and that sexual, that, that whole prostitution case hey, that has disappeared. He had a whole underage, he had an underage immigrant. Listen, Literally, it's two times they were underage. I have. I had no comment regarding that. That man's going to do what he's going to do. I don't And do I forgot. Well, didn't Edelman have a case, too? Some shit with Edelman went down. That didn't even get shown. His, his shit disappeared. This I is think wrong, bro. Edelman got caught for PEDs and only got suspended six games. Kenny still tested positive for something and was suspended the last 12 games of the season. Some Marlon right. Humphreys <laughs> tested positive for COVID and tested positive for COVID and was back on the field two days later. I don't want hey to man. hear nothing come out hey your man. mouth. Hey man. All, I'm, no. all I'm saying no. is life is better when you mind your business. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see, you see what he tried to do there? Hey, that we got we can argue about this another time because we got to get to the game. We're, we're getting to the fun part of the show because I came up with something because I do things like that from time to time. Because I'm naming it, I bet you, I bet you forgot about that. So basically, I'm gonna play y'all some songs that I bet y'all forgot even existed. And I know Turk's not gonna know half of them, but this is just to bring back some memories and see how well y'all remember stuff. Everybody ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's get it then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's easy. I'm a thug. Hey. Hey. Oh, no. What is good? What I know one day. Wait, Jamal. The question is how old is everybody? Because I might be older. You're a tad older than us, but not not a whole lot. Cause I'm 26, so like that's right in my prime. Like you know said, that's right when I was like, had hey, hey, maybe. Hey, I'm 25, so yeah. I'm so you're right there. Guys. Yeah, you're right there. Okay, y'all know. Yeah, we was bumping yeah. that. Like that was every day. Yeah, they're 25. I'm 24, so we all in the same range. We was all maybe because nice I'm a thug. All right, so you, you know the the trick, daddy. It was a great thing. And see, my mama from uh from Fort Lauderdale, man. Ah, yep. Yeah, yeah, you can't play no trick around me. I know that. Boy, not that trick, boy. Not that trick, daddy. You don't know, yeah. Like, get that shit out of here, bro. (laughs) 
Let's get it. Wow. wow. This brings back so many memories, bro. I know you see. I know you see it. I know you see it. I know I know back in the day the club used to get lit as fuck and that shit came on, boy. I, I really wish I could experience the club back then, but bro, back during what? the crunk era, bro. Oh my god! But oh, so for sure, for sure. We, we had we had on the way to football practice. That's what we had, bro, bro. You had that bone crossing. So I'm outside of the club. I know people was fighting when that time came on. Bro. Hey, bro, for real. Fight from the bouncer trying to break up the fights too. I know. Boy, during cool. during the little John crunk era, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, man, you still had uh you had Boosie dropping fighting songs too back then too. Yeah, that was uh, that was when the crime mob, Lil Scrappy was in them. All of them. Yeah. All of them. That's hey, when Webby was still relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey Turk, bro, if you was working club security then, bro. That nah, was no, no, I couldn't have did it. Yeah, Turk, you'd have a different story then. That was when niggas was wearing them baggy ass jean shorts, yeah, and white tees, man. Nope. Right, we we going we we still going back though. Oh come on, bro! I listened that this morning. I listened that this morning. Running, running, ho, hey, that's bro. Hey, this was on this was on Need for Speed, right? Yeah, well, no, it was on. Uh, no, this was a Midnight Midnight Club edition. No, no, yeah, no, the remix. Yeah, yeah, double edition oh, yeah, remix. Yeah, yeah. Midnight Club remix edition. Because remember, it had just, yep. and it had and it had motivation on there too. Motivation. And uh, Wayne was there too. Wayne looked it twice. Yup. Oh my game, boy. All my cars was white. Oh my mama, tell them get on the job. Tell them haters get on your job. Motivation. People forget it really was can't get us out for a while. I remember him and Lil Flip was beefing something. Yeah, hey, I watched that clip the other night on Twitter. It came back up. <laughs> bro, bro, T, I look so stupid. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Lil Flip. No, he did with the, with the hat and shit. Bro, he was hat defied gravity. No one knows how he got it to stay up. Bro, them shits had to be glued on, bro. Super glue, mega glue, gorilla glue, one of them had to. Oh, I'm man. Lil Flip. Turk, how we doing? How, bro, how Lil doing, Flip bro? was a fool on that. <laughs> I, I've known every song that you played so far. Yeah, I, I think we all have. Radio. Okay, Turk, I'm proud of you. Bro, you think this nigga fit a thought? Look at this nigga's grin, bro. I don't trust this nigga, bro. Nah, you, you should, everyone should know this one. I be on it all night, man. Oh, come on, bro. You can find me in her. Come on, bro. That's a that's a classic right there. Time and time again, I got to turn around into the whole Every time I see that, I think about that scene from um Atlanta, ATL. Hey, this is back in the day when people was using LimeWire. It was burning discs. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I can never remember our computers being that slow back in the day. Yeah, they I, were though. They were when you compare them. I'm like, damn, bro. I guess it's, we just had more patience back then. Well, we didn't know anything them. different. Yeah, but say that was normal for us. We probably thought it was fast. We, we fast. did. Yeah, we probably thought it was fast. You know, I mean, think about think about like like video games. You know what I'm saying? We look at at the time. Oh, we were looking at PS3. You know, Madden, whatever. This can't get no better than this. We should open that shit up right now. 
Fam, I ain't gonna lie. When I saw that trailer for uh, Madden for Xbox 360, I said, oh, God damn. I was like, yo, this is epic. And that, mm-hmm. you understand how important that was for Coop because Coop was one of the few kids on the block that didn't have a place. Coop was Xbox from the get go. Oh, yo, you one of them dudes. Nah, bro. Yes, yes, sir, baby. Yes, sir. Never that. Coop, Never Coop that. One, one of the few guys I knew, he didn't hop on the 360 bandwagon. He was already there. Man, nah, I, knew, bro. I was, I'm telling you, man, I was, I was there. I just upgraded. All right, so I was the first person on the block with a PS One, man. Oh, uh, nah, first man. person on the block. One, everybody was still playing sixty four. Damn, right, niggas so. was still playing Mario Kart. That nigga was on fucking uh, Crash. He's playing Golden Eye Double O Seven and shit. Yeah, I got. Spy- I don't need Smash Bros. I got Spyro. What's good? Hey man, split screen that hoe. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm finna take y'all back to your MySpace pages with this. Ah oh, man, MySpace. <laughs> is MySpace still working? No, it does not. Hey, hey, baby boy, I still be listening mm. to this shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the way I live. I stay my money. Long. I couldn't even hear it before they started talking. I didn't even hear it, man. Hey, the way I live. Oh, way I live. Yeah, okay, got you. Bro, now that I look back, I was like, bro, this nigga had the most basic rhyme scheme, but this hoe went hard. But it was a banger. Bro, we had a lot of people back then that had basic ass rhyme schemes. We was bumping that shit, though. And nigga, I mean, OJ the Jews, man. The haven't gotten much better. Facts. Yeah. The beach did, though. Facts. Hey, the, the rise of the producer is for sure in the last 10 years. 10 years, yeah, for sure. No, no like literally. How many crank that's whether there was crank that soldier boy, crank that Batman, crank the superhero, there was a crank that. It was a crank that yank. That was it. Crank that yank. <laughs> <laughs> bro, so many crank bro, that, you, bro. bro, you know, Chad still got a video on YouTube of him hitting that. <laughs> bro, chill out, bro. I would pay to see that one. I'm finna send it to y'all. We know bro. that man chat ain't number like five, 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 six. No, I'm finna, I'm finna send it That's to y'all, bro. Cool. All right, so we got two more, and these last two, we 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 gonna see, we gonna see. No, it's Chad cranking that SpongeBob. I'm finna send it to y'all right now. What the hell is cranking <laughs> SpongeBob? <laughs> it's in the ignorant group text. I can't wait to watch that. We really gonna take this back. Back to when you was watching George Lopez on Nick at Night. You know the definition of a baller. That's me. Okay. I ain't heard Shout out before. to Chingy. That Chingy. Yeah, that's Chingy. Hello. Ah, bro. Baby. 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 Yeah, I, I ain't heard. I ain't heard this one. Hey, hey shout out. We was from St. Louis, wasn't he? Yep. Him and Nick. Yeah. That's why that's why him and those songs sound the same. Yep. But that's how they talk, you know what I'm saying? That's you know, that's how them blue niggas. Every time I try to leave something, he's holding me okay. back. He backed. Oh, Tyrese on the track. Oh, Tyrese on the nah. track. That man, man was had, crying. He was had, Ch- he had Jason Weezer. Yeah, Jason Weaver on one of those joints too. I say we got man, I did not know that was Tyrese. Well, well, you know Tyrese be crying every time song. I try to leave. Yeah, that's a perfect. That's a perfect song for him. Yeah, <laughs> <a perfect> song. <laughs> <laughs> every time I try to leave, something keeps putting me back, me back. 
Tell me I need you in my life. <laughs> Every time I try to go. Yeah, that nigga was killing it, though. Hey, since, oh, Tyrese since had a run. That shit was on BT all day, every day. I'm, I'm going to give y'all a little bonus round. We're going to slow it down just a little bit, see if y'all know this. What you know about Nelly, man? We laugh and we cry, it's together. Is that Jaheem on the hook? Yes. It is Come on, you know that voice anywhere. You know that voice anywhere, bro. Jaheem, dude. You talking about hey, hood love. Bro, that anything about Jaheem? Show me the way to start. Nah, that's, that's, that's music soul, child, boy. Nah, it is no, not. I, I was just saying that song because it's an old mm. one. Bro, bro, you know Jaheim? Now that I really listened to anything by Jaheim, I was like, damn, bro, you was really simping in the songs. Bro, you bro, he back, back. A lot of them were simping in those songs, bro. If you really think oh, about Keith, it. Keith Sweat was begging in every record. Bro, bro I hate Keith Sweat with a passion. I hate Keith Sweat with a passion, bro. Bro, what did Keith Sweat do to you? Bro, I'm going to tell you exactly what, bro. Keith Sweat is the definition of a dude who had the looks, the, the right producers, you know, all that stuff, but could not actually sing. Bro, Keith Sweat was straight. He was good enough. Okay, so tell me right now. You want him singing at your wedding acapella? That's what music soul child is. First of all, Keith Sweat has sung at people's wedding acapella. Yeah, no, just because he has don't mean it was good. Bro, bro. (laughs) But the thing about Keith Sweat is he carried the two. Now, check this out. His background vocalist carried those notes. I do say that. Anyway, like I said before, do you is that who you want? Love you like me, but but he's but what he said, he just had a deeper voice, bro. It, no, bro, he was a whiner. He was a whiner. <laughs> and I wanna and I wanna nah, bro, nah, bro, nah, bro. Yes, I'm not paying to see that shit. Key Sweat set light skinned dudes back about ten years. Hey, and then Michael Jordan just elevated the game for the ball head. Dark skins, boy, that was it. Shout out to Michael Jordan for the hoop earring. I will not be here today. <laughs> bro, everybody remembers that scene in uh in uh the dance movie. Served, and you got yep. served. That was at the end with little kids mm-hmm. like we gonna have a little dance off. Then Omarion bro, Omar, they bro, remember uh, remember uh, remember Marcus Houston with the sell them drugs <laughs> and Omarion went with them. <laughs> they beat that nigga ass. <laughs> Bro, bro. <laughs> hospital crunches, bro. It had no plot. The plot there was horrible. It almost didn't exist, but it was entertaining. It was entertaining. As fuck, as well, fuck, well, bro. Well, what was the show that Chris Brown got shot in the beginning? Was that Stomp the Yard? Yeah, it was Stomp the Yard. Stomp the Yard. Hey, that's when everybody found out Neil was uh, bald and shit. A lot of women were disappointed, bro. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know. Speaking, so speaking of Neo, I want y'all to go look up a YouTube video with Neo playing basketball against Kevin Hart and his in his squad. One of the most hilarious videos to this day. Hella hilarious. I mean, if you ever watch both it. of them about five. Kevin Hart about five five. Neo ain't but about five nine. So it's not a huge difference, and they both short. Neo bro, playing like, basketball. They was like Neo. They said Neo, you gonna put on the glove to help you with your jump shot? I said, oh shoot. <laughs> But yo, know, if if any the audience, you know, we brought back some memories for y'all. Let us know what what really touched y'all, which I was going through as a child, because you know, I was crying. My I was singing my heart out at eight years old. Didn't know why, but I was. Certain songs, they just make you feel a certain way. But we can move on to some funnier things. 
because I just want to see how y'all perform under pressure. That's really all this is. So we're bringing back a fan favorite. We haven't done it in a while. Y'all know it. Y'all love it. Three seconds or less. And they just keep getting more random as we go. The guest, you get to go first. So the question I'm going to ask you, Dennis, in three seconds or less, name three places you can't take your mama. Ready? Go. Church, bathroom, my mama, casino. Why you can't? Why you can't take your mama to church? What? What I say? Oh, I'm at Mr. Club. I said church. I'm Mr. Club. Like, uh, <laughs> if, if there's one place you can take, I hope it's church. No, nah, you trust me, mama. That's, that's why I can't take it to the casino because you want to go to church. That's what I, I look. Trust me. I don't know how church strip club became church, but anyway. Hey, <laughs> oh, hey. oh my! Yeah, oh my! <laughs> We see what you have on your mind. Gambling is illegal in that state, but we go keep going. Turk, you up next. Give me three songs that you can always get into. Three songs, three songs. that you that you always in the mood for. Ready? Go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I I ain't never scared by bone pressure. What uh, the fuck is that? Always, bro. Listen, listen, bro. Listen, listen, bro. That song goes hard. Uh, one way flight by being the butcher. Cool. Can we agree on that? Can we agree on you, that? Would you rather cry in this Toyota or this oh, Maybach? Maybach. Anyway, we can agree that you don't never answer in three seconds or less. So your last answer has been denied by committee. Why? I am committee. You, you see, as you see how he was doing me, I was feeling myself. I was, I was picking out some good songs, and he just cut me off. Come on. Yeah, that's bro. how it goes, bro. That's how it goes, see, man. Hey, you got to keep your head up no matter what, bro. Man, forget, man, forget you, Jamal. You, 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 you see how you hate. You hate. didn't follow the rules of the game. It's hate, it's called three seconds or less. You ain't doing it three seconds. You're, you're a hater. I'm a true coop. You up next. You don't want to let me shine. Let me shine for once. Nope. All right, Scotty. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> put Doki pull this back. <laughs> you ain't shit, bro. Let's Scotty flip his lens. He said, I would have put a duck and I pulled my back. <laughs> bro, Scotty Pippen looked soft that whole damn series. He was like, Scotty, you gonna take the last shot? Scotty was like, hell. He was like, hey, you gonna let Kuko take the last shot? Man, fuck it. I ain't getting in. Scotty, you not getting in? Fuck you, Scotty. I was like, yo, Phil. Hey. Feel a big dude, so you you gonna have to you gonna scrap him. Feel sixteen, yeah. fam. My nigga, my nigga, Phil Jackson really gotta let got twelve championship rings, bro. Hey, that's great. he won six with Jordan. He won one as a player and five with Kobe. Three of those got were shots. Let it go. All right, Coop. Three seconds yes, or less. Let's get it. Give me three reasons to fight Turk. Ready and go. He's a Patriots fan. Uh, he's a Boston Celtics fan. And this man keeps talking about Scottie Pippen. Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how he's going to go. You're going to put some respect Scottie on Pippen Scottie Pippen. the same birthday, by the way. You're going to put some respect on Scottie Pippen, bro. Jordan won the one that championship. I went up for a dunk, and I fell and I my back. <laughs> bro, and then they, they panned the camera to Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan was just like, God damn, Scottie. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, talking, you talking mad stuff for someone who can't dunk. I'm just saying, up, Dunk, Duncan is stressful. It, it's hard on your body. I right? yeah. <laughs> you up, you up next. We back at you. So, Jimmy. in three seconds or less, what are three foods you will never ever eat now or again? Ready? 
Go. Chitlins, pig's feet, ham hocks. That wow. Was the blackest list I've ever That heard. was the most nigga list I've ever seen. Yeah, don't eat slave food, bro. I'm not going to deny that I enjoy pig's feet and ham hocks. I'm not going to let that. Y'all niggas, be, you be eating pig's feet, nigga? Pig's feet is good. Look, I don't deny it. Never tried it. Wow, don't. It ain't that bad. It ain't happening, bro. But I also don't eat pork like that either. Like, I rarely, rarely, rarely eat it. So it also helps. Now, how's everybody ask that? No, <laughs> I'm not Muslim, bro. Nah, I just, it's not, it's horrible for you. One, and two, like, I grew up in a pretty healthy, like, hot, like my mom's health nut. And then none of my family ate pork at all, period. You won't bring no pork in my mom's house at all. Yeah, because like, doesn't pork, like, clog out, clog, like, your arteries and all that stuff? Man, everything, bro. Everything. Yeah. And I used to work in the meat market, too, so I've seen that as well. I'm good. Yeah, bro, because pig, pigs don't sweat, so their body traps all their bacteria. All that shit, man. So, nah, ain't no pork in... Nah, bro, it's rare. If you see me eat pork, I, you know... And usually, the only thing I'm going to eat is pork is probably pork belly at most. That's because if I'm going to eat it, let me at least eat something very flavorful and good and whatever, but... That's about what? it. We, we get it. Turk, you back up. You on the clock. Turk, you on the clock. All right. Give me three shows that are pure fire. What you cut me off for? SpongeBob, Kids Next Door, Courage, and Cowley Dog. Boom. I was saying thank you. You did things in a timely manner. You're playing the game right. Stop trying to find ways around you. Yeah, Jamal, it seems to me like you got a bunch of hate in your heart right now, man. I mean, I was just saying, you the one that would be mad at your English teacher for failing you on the assignment that you didn't write the right assignment. So that sounds like you are. Everyone, I want y'all to go back and listen to our episode. There's been plenty of times when people have more than three seconds and Jamal has said nothing. When it comes and to I'm me. Lean- and I'm lenient, but you be taking 20 and I can't let, I can't be that lenient. That, that, you know what, you got it. Coop. What's that? Oh. Never trust people who wear mm-hmm. these three things. Three seconds or less. Ready, uh, go. Polka dots, salmon pants, and a kilt. Huh? What? Okay. That was mad specific, but polka dots, salmon oh, pants, I, I, and I, I, kill. He, he taking I, he taking a jab at someone. He taking a I went, I went to an Ivy League school. Just let me lie. <laughs> just let me rock. But so you so basically what you're saying is don't trust white people that wear that are frat boys, is what I'm hearing. No, 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 yeah. no, no. It's not just them. But what I'm saying is I would never hey, imagine trusting a black person wearing these. I would never trust somewhere wearing polka dots because I was like, bro, polka dots match with literally nothing. So that means that you have no standards, which means you are willing to do anything. Number two, salmon pants. I just don't like salmon pants, bro. I just be wanting to slap shit out of somebody when they want salmon pants, bro. Them shit's ugly as hell. Number three, a kilt. Why is a man wearing a kilt that lives in anywhere else but Scotland? I mean, that last one is slightly valid. Slightly valid, but hey, it, it if your heritage is that, I can't argue with you. That that's like telling me you can't wear a do rag. I'm I'm gonna wear one. It's cultural, because nigga culture. All right, Des, we're at the final one. The final one is for you, and it, we gonna make it real personal. Three people, three count them three, people who can run a fade, run this fade right now. Oh my god, <laughs> three people that. Hey, I don't have nobody. I, I, I used to have the answer for that right off top of back in the day, man. I don't release all that anger, man. Damn. Um, run a fade right now. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right. Ready, set, go. Cody, the dude who got me jumped back in eighth grade, Dave Gettleman, 
uh, Dave Gettleman and uh, Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> Kelvin of Benjamin. Course. Yeah, because wow. he completely wasted our first round pick on his ass. Completely. Of course, Kelvin. Completely. Completely. And um, I still, you know, extra note, Donald Trump can still get this fade too. No, no, hold on. You know what? Let's Kelvin. let me look up that draft to see who you passed up to get kicked. Oh, please! I've checked it. I, I want somebody else to read. I've read it too many times. I want somebody else to read. It. Kelvin Benjamin yeah. probably somewhere three hundred pounds right now. He known us for all we know. <laughs> hey, bro, bro, bro left the season two. He showed up to camp two eighty five. I, I'm yep. done. And had the nerd, which he was, which he was telling the truth a little bit, but he blamed Cam Newton, saying he couldn't read defense, read defenses, which that is somewhat true, but that has nothing to do with you being. Yeah, but 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 you don't go to to, to uh, what's my man in in Buffalo, Allen, Josh Allen, say you got a real quarterback now all of a sudden. Like Josh Allen, literally his whole season this year is a shell of what Cam Newton did, running the ball and throwing quick passes. So, literally, you you telling me you went to the same quarterback, if not worse? Okay. Josh, Josh Allen asked him, you want to throw before the game? He said, nah. Exactly. How you don't want it, and it's a new quarterback. Bro, you mean to tell me y'all passed up on Devontae Adams to draft Kelvin? But, wow. Okay. We did. Well, you, you, your organization deserves whatever's coming to him. What pick, did we get? What, what, pick, what pick did we get him? Uh, 28. Uh, I'm about to say, what, what, I'm going to have you read it all the way down, but don't do that. Never mind. What was the vision when Kelvin Benjamin was being drafted? Like, what So was what they were trying to do was trying to build what they called the Twin Towers. So it would have been Greg Olson was 6'5", Cam Newton was 6'5", Kelvin Benjamin was like 6'4". Um, Devin Funches, we originally got him. Devin Funches was also 6-whatever coming out of Michigan. Um, it was some shit like that. Like we, the, the point was Kevin, um, Cam Newton was missing the small targets. So they said, bet, we're going to go to, you know, was in theory a good idea. We're going to appease what our quarterback needs. So we're going to get big targets so he doesn't miss them. And in the first season of work, Kelvin Benjamin had a great rookie season, over a thousand yards receiving, a bunch of touchdowns. Like it looked good in the beginning, but it just didn't work out after that. And Turk, don't, don't think that Kelvin Benjamin was not a monster in college. Like Kelvin Benjamin. No, Florida State, he was nice as hell. No, because remember, uh, no, they came off a winning. That was right after they won the championship. At the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We drafted him. He caught the game-winning touchdown from Jamie's Winston. Yes, sir. And at Florida State, and then we drafted his ass. And then he had a great rookie season. Towards ACL the second season, probably because of the weight. We went to the Super Bowl without him with Ted Ginn and Jericho Cotry. And then he came back and was just ass. Yeah, that nigga was ass, bro. That nigga only caught, like, what, 600 yards a game? Bro, I mean, something like it was nasty, bro. It was not okay, bro. Because he came back as a right guard. It might have been better putting him at right guard, to be honest. Well, you know what's really funny is that when we drafted when we drafted Devin Funches, he technically played tight end at Michigan. He didn't play receiver, and we tried to switch him. You know, he wanted to play, which I mean, wasn't bad because he wanted to play receiver and he had the potential to be a number one, but it just didn't happen because you know, who knows, man? Yeah, you know, like we we just did Carolina. Carolina did Cam so wrong his whole career, bro. Yeah, and it, it's. it's Oh, we know. Oh, well, we know. We have finished this segment, and we're almost done. We're almost there, so you you can get your eyes ready to cry because I know you're loving this episode. But we have one final thing to get to to see who has bad taste buds and who to never deserve to eat good frozen dessert ever again. It's real it's... simple, y'all. Let's talk about what's the best flavor of ice cream. Coop, best flavor of ice cream. Cookies and, cookies and cream, easy. Close favorite, chocolate chip cookie dough. Nope. 
those are things I can't be mad at. I'm not a fan of the cookie dough, but I understand why people like it. That is a solid pick. It vanilla is very vanilla, but you add the Oreos into it, it's something special. Des, best flavor ice cream. Where you at? It's a tie between cookies and cream and strawberry for me, bro. Ah, ba- two valid points. Strawberry is part of the big three. It's, it's an original. And it's just great in the summer. It's just great in the summer. Unfortunately, we have to ask Turk this question too. Mm-mm-mm. Turk, what's the best flavor of ice cream? Hey, vanilla ice cream is the best. Every good ice cream has figures. Every good ice cream has vanilla. You're about to say it has vanilla. In it, I guarantee. I guarantee. It doesn't. It doesn't have vanilla in it, what I'm about to say. And you're cutting out, so no one heard most of what you said. But it was blasphemy anyway, so it doesn't matter. So, the best flavor of ice cream, birthday cake. Birthday cake ice cream, it's amazing. Bro, are you seven? Are you seven? Yes. yes. (laughs) Birthday cake ice cream. It is cake. It's not birthday cake. It's cake. Birthday cake ice cream is for kids. I don't even like cake like that, let alone cake ice cream. I don't. I don't know how you can hate from this side of the ice, uh, this side of the freezer. You can't even get in. So so I'm hating. Look, you can have it. It is a perfect mixture. That's why cake and ice cream is the combination. They just smacked it together. It's a beautiful thing. so, so, So it's vanilla nut and birthday cake ice cream. No. It's the base it's of vanilla birthday flavor. cake ice cream, fool. It's not vanilla. And okay, vanilla's not in strawberry. We're not talking about... You do no, know no, strawberry no. ice cream. You said earlier know. that every... It does, because you, you do know strawberry ice cream is just vanilla ice cream with strawberry flavoring. Yeah. Yeah. The flavor and they, add, they add strawberry flavoring with vanilla ice cream for sure. I mean, of course, but that's like saying... Um, Lemonade is just water that they added lemon flavoring to. Of course, it's that. It's that in a sense, but it's still different ice cream. Okay, Jamal. Vanilla is a good ice cream. Just some. No one said it wasn't good, but it's not the best. And it's the most basic answer you could have. The thing about it is, I've never straight ate vanilla ice cream. If I eat vanilla ice cream, I have to eat something else with it. Exactly. Well, that's too damn bad, Cooper. (laughs) Niggas mad as hell. Sir, if you have the taste buds of a picky five-year-old, just say that. It's okay. Yeah, you Bro, you just said birthday cake ice cream. You yeah. talking about a picky five-year-old taste buds. <laughs> birthday cake ice cream is fire. It tastes like cake and ice cream forward. It's great. But, but you can only get birth- here and take this slander on my show. You, you, bro, you go to the store. Like, this is my you go show. to the store, bro. They only got one tub of birthday cake ice cream. Just don't nobody buy it. Because it sold out. Because no, because they bought it all. Because it's garbage. That's the reason why. No one buys it. You eat vanilla turk. I should kick you out the chat for that. Regardless, we've come to the end of another episode of the one and only D1 Igna Universe podcast. How's it feel, fellas? We're good. I I want y'all to watch this episode and just see how the hater Jamal is. Jamal always hating on. Always. I only only speak the truth, and the truth hurts sometimes. It's okay. Bro, listen, I have listen, Jamal's that coach. Averaging 20 points per game, you're going five for five. He gonna take you out the game because you didn't grab a rebound. That's the type of dude Jamal is. Just say I would take I, I would take you out the game, Turk, because you would score 20 points, but shoot four for four for 27 to get there. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> no, that's why you'd get pulled out the game. He's but that's lot. fine. And cool. then Turk get, be mad as hell. Turk, you know what? I'll even let you go first. Turk, g- give your final thoughts to the people. <sighs> But nah, so 
on the series note, I thought overall we had a great episode. You know, uh, I have nothing to complain about. I'm still going to say the uh, best ice cream and that birthday cake at the E Basic and Little Kiddish. But that's just my opinion, though. You know, man eating vanilla. Eric, anyway, so you know. But overall, I thought we had a great and intriguing episode, Mr. Jamal Brown. And that's fine with you. Haters gonna hate. Cool. <laughs> Final thoughts to the people. It's your boy, B. Coop. Hey, man, like I said, great episode. This sundress season, everybody. Also, Baltimore, do something, bro. We're just losing too many people, fam. And we're going to see this year, can Bill Belichick bounce back? Because I'll be honest, getting a playoff berth is a win. It is a win. Des, it was your first time on the show. We we had some fun here. How how you feeling at the end of it all? Hey man, if y'all feel good, I feel good, baby. It's all good, man. Hey, wise words from a wise man. That's all that needs to be said. Well, y'all, thank you once again for tuning in to the one and only D1 Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi-live from several undisclosed locations because Turk is once again the feds, but he ain't he ain't get this one. So I would love to tell you, Texas, the mass the mass mandate ended but these hands man they did not you get too Facts. close and you're gonna have to catch all these Facts. wear your them. mask yo wear your ma- hey i'm in texas in two weeks bro my mask ain't coming off dog i'm gonna tell you right now and guess what I, my, these hands about as accurate as tom brady in 08 that's trying to say stay <laughs> away from me hey, i got the i got the i got the madden light from madden 06 cover the whole field like Peyton man what's up bro whole field oh god you, know, you couldn't even you throw the ball what? unless you was looking there Hey, Peyton, didn't matter. Didn't matter. Hey, y'all, it's March Madness time. Get your brackets ready. Don't cry when they get busted because you know they will. And if they don't, it's only a matter of time. But, hey, it's the fun of the game, the fun of the draw. So, like I said, at the end of every episode, y'all, keep learning, keep living, keep loving, and we out.